0: Welcome to the WooWoo Woo Hairstylist Podcast. My name is Anna Lamber. I want to help you achieve whatever you thought was impossible for you as a hairstylist. I've been a hair extension specialist for 22 years, built a solid and profitable extension business, mentored and supported amazing hairstylists from all over and creator of the Woo Woo hairstylist brand. On this podcast, you'll get tools, strategies, and teachings to level up your income, productivity, and success. If you want to explore unconventional ways to create the life of your dreams unapologetically, you are in the right place. We dive into manifestation, spirituality, and mindset shifts to transform internally and release mental blocks that would normally stop you from reaching your potential. I'm so happy that you're here. So let's begin. Hello, friends.
1: I'm so excited to dive into my favorite topic when it comes to the hair world, and that is branding and marketing specifically for luxury services. So I'm excited for this conversation. Me
2: too.
3: Where would you start? If someone wants to start elevating their branding to shift into more of a luxury feel, what is step number one, two, and three? Because I know you love threes.
1: You know that I do. So I think the most important thing to understand about luxury services is that they're going to require ultra-specific messaging. Because when someone wants to go and you know invest in a luxury service for themselves, typically... They're going to be a little bit more particular because like we covered in our last couple episodes, you really want to be creating a transformation and experience, um, and then offering some level of customization. And so oftentimes I think that we get in our heads that, oh, if we just create it, everyone will know, right? (laughs) And it's not, (laughs) if, if you're listening to this on my podcast, you've already heard this a million times before, but you know, it's not just about creating and waiting for people to come. You've got to get really intentional about your messaging and how you're communicating. So to successfully build your business with high ticket services, you're going to need to make absolutely certain that potential clients can see the value of what you provide. Communicating value is the difference between someone thinking, oh, you're expensive. That's too expensive. That's overpriced. And listen, I've been there. I have been to quote unquote luxury hotels where I'm like, I would have paid double that. This experience was incredible. And I've been to equally quote unquote luxury priced hotels where I felt ripped off and like it was Mm -hmm. overpriced and I didn't get that value. So that's the main thing to consider here is. How are you going to ensure that you're providing that feeling and that, you know, really elevated, really luxurious experience? So I'm going to touch on a couple of the things that we have talked about, um, as well as some new ones. So the first one, value, value, value. Now, how can you communicate value? This is not just about putting tons of photos of your work on social media. What's important to really dive into when you're communicating any services, but especially luxury services, is what is in it for them? What is the transformation that you are going to provide? And what is the experience going to be like? And then I also believe that there is that element of customization that needs to come into a luxury experience because... You want someone to feel as though they are there as a, like the word that keeps coming up for me is like enveloped, but that's not what I mean. Like they, you don't want them to feel like they're on a, um, like they're just a number in your business. You want there to be a real connection and that they can see directly what they're paying for and that they feel like you have over-delivered. So whatever your price point is, whatever your promise is, consistently over-delivering. Which brings me to the second thing. I think consistency is huge. So consistency means a couple different things. (laughs) <laughs> and I know that people kind of always get their backs up when I say this, because they're like, mm, I don't want to be consistent. I want to do things when I want to do things. And <laughs> I I hate to break it to you, but it's going to be very difficult to build that luxury business without an element of consistency. It's what, it's what clients who are paying for those services expect. Right. And so It's really, really important to deliver on that expectation. And like, I've seen, I've seen this in real time. I've seen it with like, you know, we always hear about like really popular social media influencers who then can't sell a $30 t-shirt despite having millions of followers. So one of the things that I notice is a, it's a lack of, you know, what's in it for your client, but then it's also a lack of consistency in messaging, If you, and we've all seen this, I'm going to go outside of our industry, but we've all seen, you know, those influencers who like will recommend just random stuff all the time and it doesn't really tie back to anything. And so therefore your faith in their recommendation kind of wanes. Mm -hmm. If you're a business who's talking about random stuff all the time, and you're not really, there's not really any consistency to your messaging and to the way that you show up and serve it's going to be difficult to build the level of trust necessary for people to make luxury purchases with you. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, we've all seen that. (laughs) I've had this conversation a couple of times recently, but there's a very popular, uh, I don't even know what to call him. Basically he he teaches people how to get internet famous through some like $37 membership or whatever. And he's going off about how it doesn't matter what your feed looks like. And, oh, nobody cares anymore and all this stuff. Which is fine if you're selling a <laughs> $37 membership to teach people how to get internet famous. <laughs> Not so fine if you are trying to build relationships in a luxury sense. Because the other thing too is like, you're going to be, if you're charging premium prices, you need to be backing that up. And so consistency in your branding, consistency in your marketing and consistently delivering the experience that your people come to you for. Cause if you're getting a luxury service, and I know for me, I want like, if you're going to go, right, you're going to go to this stylist and get extensions or whatever it is that you're getting. That's, fourth, fifth, seventh appointment should be just as wonderful as the first appointment. Mm -hmm. And so like consistency in all across the board, I think is one of those really important things too. I'm going to pause before I get into number three,
0: because
1: (laughs) did, do you guys have any questions or clarity or did anything come up during that conversation?
0: I know okay. consistency
2: for me is like everything. Um, and I think that it gets confused with like you have to do something that somebody tells you over and over again. When in actuality, I think consistency can be doing what works for you over and over again if that makes sense. So I think some people hear consistency and they're like, "Oh, that means I need to I need to post every single day." When it's like, "No, if like posting 3 times a week works for you, then post 3 times a week and and be consistent doing that." So I just wanted to add that in there.
1: Exactly yeah. what you said, Missy. It's delivering on the expectation, right? That's what it is what it comes down to. So if you're going to post like 3 times a week, that's fine. And honestly, as a local business owner, there's so much pressure put on stylists because we spend so much time on Instagram, right? We spend so much time in the space where we're trying to build our businesses and grow and all of these things. So oftentimes, like, and I didn't actually finish the story, but the reason I brought up this particular person is because it was shared. One of his posts was shared by one of the big industry publications, or maybe it was like an industry educator or someone that had like you know, a really large audience. And I was like, oh no, (laughs) because now all of these stylists are going to hear this information that's directed towards creators or, you know, people trying to land brand deals and push lip gloss or whatever. Um, And it's not the kind of like as a creator and as a brand they're two different things and as a stylist your business your brand you are looking to build your reputation and and your community and your impact in your area and so it's really important that you don't do the kind of like the kind of consistency he talks about is like what Misty said like show up three times a day on reels that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about on consistently delivering on the expectation
0: mm-hmm yeah, I I could speak on this a little bit Jody because I've taken your course and you know obviously you're my coach second time around. You're amazing at how you teach. And for me, I remember we were having this discussion about even uh the relationship with social media and I remember asking you I'm like, "Oh my god, Jody, I'll keep it real. Like so now I have a different relationship because you helped me work through it. But I used to say, this is annoying. This is another thing I have to do in my business. So for hairstylists that may be listening to this, they're like, oh, but I'm so like, I just work behind the chair for so many hours and it doesn't stop when I, when I leave and I go home because work continues. And, and to come up with this brilliant caption is like the last thing I want to do. I would love for you to speak on that on for people that have that kind of relationship. And like, I what do you say about it? I don't like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay. This is something that, you know, and I used to be scared to say this because I honestly was like, oh, I don't want people to think like that I'm, you know, judging them or whatever. But here's what it comes down to. If you're not consistent, there are people that are. And so being top of mind is really important, not just with growing, but also in maintaining and, and like, you know, showing up for yourself. So it is a part of your business that you, if if you don't want to do it, you can outsource it, but you can't neglect it. And so yes, you can build a successful business without social media. There are people that do, that's a 100% possible, but a growing number are searching for service providers on Instagram. And we have to remember the way that referrals work now. It's not just like, oh, here's the salon's phone number, call and book an appointment. That's not how we refer anymore. We say, oh, my hairstylist is amazing. Check out our Instagram, check out his website, check out their, you know, whatever X platform that they're hanging out on. And so I think it's really important to change your relationship because No amount of, like you focus, what you focus on, you create more of, right? Like just how last time, Lindsay, you were talking about focusing on like what you don't want, right? If you're consistently focusing on the negative parts of social media, you will continue to manifest those and you'll continue to, to be blunt, to feel like shit about it, right? It's not going to give you what you want. You are in charge of your own relationship with social media and so I would empower you to like if you're listening and you felt this way which we all have I mean hell I've been there I think we all have been there at some point but I would empower you to instead of instead of focusing on on what like how annoying it is and I think this is probably more prevalent for people who, like I've been in the industry for 15 years and then a generational stylist as well. I know we've all been in the industry a long time. And so this is a relatively new portion of it. So I think new stylists coming in are just like, yeah, this is this part of it, whatever. Um, but because of that, I'd also challenge you to think about how you marketed 10, 15 years ago. It wasn't easier. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so like Walking around handing out business
0: cards or like yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny, Jody. I have to say this because it's like I'm on the tip of my tongue here. We're talking about luxury and having social media, which is a Instagram. It's free because you had mentioned this. You're like, it's free. That's mm-hmm. luxury. To have this platform where you could market for free your business and it all ties into like, that's a luxury for hairstylists, for people that own businesses is the fact that you don't pay for it. You could hop on, you set it up the way you teach it. And um, there was something else that you said to me that I'll never forget. You're like, well, it's a free platform. Um, Oh, and then even when it comes to your business structure, you had said when it comes to your pricing... And your hours factor in the amount of time. It's not just 40 hours a week behind the chair. Maybe this looks like 30 hours a week behind the chair. And the 10 hours is your, your marketing, you know? And I love how you like just tie it all in to make it um, a structure that that helps people instead of adds more stress to their life, you know? Because we could really create whatever uh-huh. we wish. We just need the tools to do that, Yeah.
1: Well, and that's so true. That's such a good point. Because if you think about it, like if you're expecting yourself to do all your marketing on your time off, when you get home from a busy day behind the chair, of course, it's going to feel awful. Of course, you're not going to want to do it. And you probably won't, right? Whereas if you think of this as like, particularly if you're listening to this, it's because you're in a phase. And this is something I know to be true about my podcast listeners is that you're and probably all of your podcast listeners as well is that. You're here to further your career. You care about our industry. You care about your future, right? If someone's like jaded in the industry and doesn't want anything to do with like what's new and growing, they're probably not listing right now. (laughs) So (laughs) you're here. You are here for a reason. And isn't it worth it to to do the things that maybe you don't love all the time until they do become easier. It wasn't easy to cut hair the first time you picked up a pair of shears. It's not going to be easy to market your business or build a brand with no skills, knowledge, or practice. So stop putting so much pressure on yourself and just like, think about the opportunity that is provided to us now, because now you can decide 10, 15 years ago, could you decide, Oh, I want to be a luxury stylist. I want to be provide luxury services. No, you have to apply at salons that were known as luxury salons and hope you got in there, right? Now, you are the master of your own destiny and your own career. And you can create an experience and communicate it to the right people on a free platform. Like that is an unreal opportunity to have. So, you know, that 20 minute rant is what I would say. <laughs> So I have a third, uh, the third thing as well, when it comes to marketing and like where to start, just to wrap that up. Uh, so the third thing that's really important to think about is positioning yourself as the expert. And so, explain
2: that a little bit more, because I feel like sometimes when I hear that, I'm like, so I have to know everything.
1: Ooh, oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> so, no, you definitely do not have to know everything. But the thing is that you can't be an expert in everything, right? Ooh. So by nature, if you are offering, and this, this may be something that we don't all agree with, but when I think luxury, I think niche, right? Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily think of like being able to go to a luxury, like, for instance, I can't like go to a luxury restaurant and order a Big Mac, right? Like that's not going to happen. <laughs> they, they won't offer that. Right. So, <laughs> so, you know, when you think about luxury and think about even again, this restaurant thing, cause I think it's a good example. When you think about luxury restaurants, like they don't have giant menus, right? They have a few amazing things that they do really, really well. And so positioning yourself as an expert, you can't be an expert in everything. So it means being hyper-qualified in one specific area. Now it it's not about like I think a lot of people get bent out of shape on this because they're like, well, I want to do more than one thing. I'm not talking about doing one thing. I'm talking about, you know, maybe color is your one specific area. That's a lot of things. Maybe extensions is your one specific area and you know everything there is to know about extensions or you know enough to provide the transformation, right? That's that's what it comes down to. So, if I'm coming to a luxury extensionist for instance, What I'm going to expect is that they are going to have a really solid understanding of every single thing that they offer so that I can be sure that they're going to recommend the best solution for me, right? So that's what I mean when I say the expert. And I think it kind of comes down to your niche and your brand. And that's what positioning is about. And then obviously building authority and and all of these other things that we could get into, but... I, I think we've only got, you know, <laughs> we don't have two hours left, so I'm going to try and be very concise here. Um, so your niche would be that specific service, right? So you can showcase that by creating content to serve potential clients, by sharing your work, by sharing testimonials, like all of those kinds of things that show that you are really proficient in your niche. That's going to be part of that of that um, establishing yourself as an expert, And then the second part is going to be about your brand. And so that is, I'm sure you've heard this before, if you're listening on my podcast, but it's about alignment. Okay. It's about that clear messaging and tone. It's about consistency in your vibe, your voice, and your visuals across all of the touch points. And it's about who you serve and the experience that you create. So you want to avoid... I call it like an, uh, moment, which is like, <laughs> you come across someone online, you're like so excited because this is going to be the perfect stylist for you. And you know, this experience is going to be amazing. And then maybe you click over to your web, their website and you're like, uh, I just saw what I was expecting. Or maybe their website's amazing and it gives you all the info and you go to click to book and it's clunky and just nothing makes sense. And it's hard. And you're like, uh. Yeah. maybe all of that's good. And then you get there and th- it's not what was represented. They're not who they look like online. They're not, not look like, but like who they pre- present as online. Um, and it's, it's just not what you were expecting. That would be another opportunity for a uh, moment. So the goal <laughs> with branding is to take all of that friction away and have it be smooth, have them take, feel taken care of, cared for. And like, you have a consistent experience going for you. So, um, that would be how I would explain establishing yourself as the expert.
3: Oh, I love that. And I, I also think I think confidence is key. Yeah. Like, even if you're just learning something like I think Anna was saying in one of the episodes where it's like your passion, you're so excited about this thing that you're doing and you're conveying that to the, to your audience and you love what you do and you're, you're inviting them into your, to your world and you're the heart of your business. And Mm -hmm. I'm, I would say too. Like, I'm curious your thoughts on this, Jody. I always tell people show your face. Like, yeah. yes, clients want to see the the hair that you do, but they also want to know who they're sitting by a chair with for three hours. And anytime I come across a hairstylist page who just has photo, hair photos, I'm like, oh, girl, you gotta you gotta add some more. So, can you speak to that?
0: Yes,
1: 100% I agree with you. I I think it's a non-negotiable now and you know, when I come across a feed like I think one of the things that are really important is that we're not I don't love to see a photo only feed period anymore. I think it's it, because essentially once you, you know, when you're creating content or however you're bringing people to your website or your um or your Instagram page or whatever it is that you're you're bringing them to till they take the next step, you want to have, I call it the align and attract framework, which is what I teach inside all of my programs. And essentially what it is, is it's how you are showing off, like your work is just a small part of it. You're showing off the guest experience. You are, there's a content piece that gives you authority and also connection. And so connection is, is the missing factor a lot of the time, as well as guest experience is a missing factor a lot of the time too. A lot of people don't talk enough about that. Um, So if you are just showing hair pictures, yeah, maybe I'll come to your page and say, oh, nice hair photos. But like, that's pretty much it. It's not going to elicit any kind of response, right? So I definitely think like, if you're listening right now, a few really important action tips you can take are go to your Instagram profile and switch out your, switch out the photo. If you're using a logo still switch it out. It's not, it, it's way more impactful because people will come and they'll see a person. And like, I mean, after the last few years, especially it's really proven the importance of connection. And we're one of the last truly personal industries, right? Like there's so much is being automated. Like we're shopping online. I order my groceries now. Like, so, you know, when it comes to the personal connection that we all crave as humans, that's one of the things that people are going to love about coming to see you as their stylist or as their service provider. And so, leading with that, being front and center of your brand is really important. And it's honestly going to give you an edge over more corporate brands. Like personal brands are so much easier to connect with and build trust with. So yes,
2: 1000%. Is it just me or could I listen to Jody talk about this all day long? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's funny because like we talk about, you know,
1: like I think Lindsay, did you say something about the passion behind it? Right. That's what I get when I hear Missy talk about money. When I hear you talk about energetics and human design, when I hear Anna talk about hair extensions and manifestation, like individually, we are all so passionate about what we do. And I think that's so evident and it it's magnetic, like it magnetized me to all of you. Right. So when I think about the passion that you mentioned, I think that's so important to showcase to your clients as well. And
3: I, I always say to my clients, like you only have to be 10% ahead of someone to help them. Yes. And it's, it's really like, And people don't care, people don't care about the, the details. Like they don't care if you're certified. I mean, well, with hair is different story, but like, they don't care about, um, your accolades. They care about who you are and what you can provide them and the transformation they're going to get. And Mm -hmm you're the heart of your business. People people buy from people. And at the end of the day, it's just conversations. Like how many conversations can you start? And that's what branding helps you do is get them in the door to have a consultation, to have a conversation in the DM so that they book with you. And all like branding, thinking about it that way of like, this is creating a conversation so that I can connect with my soulmate client. And when you have that that focus, it, for me, it, it makes it easier.
1: You know, I love that you said that. And it, it brings me back. This is like a little bit off topic, but to a conversation I had the other day with someone about like the hair industry. And it was like, oh, there's all this like meanness and like all this stuff in the hair industry and all that. And I thought about it and I was like, not my hair industry. Right. I was like, <laughs> So it's funny because I'm like, oh, so I've, you know, as you know, been very focused and intentional on showing up authentically and building a brand around like who I am. And I think that there's a lot of times I think we've all have done this as well. And so, you know, a lot of the times I think to like, I think we think about like speed and growth and all these kind of things, right? And so, like, oh, how can I grow faster? How can I do this faster? And like, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, if I wanted to, I know, I know how to make clickbaity content. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not something that I'm like, oh, I don't know how to get a ton of engagement. But for me, what's more important than just like volume and reaching the most people is connecting with the right people. And if I can deeply serve 10 human beings, I would much, much rather do that than shoot for, you know like being a flash in the pan for a million. So I think that to me is something else that comes up with luxury, because if you're really intentional about your branding and about curating an experience and a connection, you're going to magnetize, not just a lot of people, but like the right people who are going to value you and really like are excited about what you have to offer.